Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Stocks are jumping in Sydney this morning as investors return from a long weekend. The ASX 200 is up more than 3% in early trade. The Aussie gains follow another night of bullish sentiment on Wall Street. The Dow, S&P 500 and Nasdaq all jumped more than 1%. The Nasdaq is back in record territory. The S&P 500 is in the green for the year. It's almost as if the huge sell-off in March didn't even occur. What does all this mean for Asian markets? We'll have some big corporate stories on the local scene to dissect in just a minute. Joining me now to do all that is Ryan Huang. I know five. Good morning, Ryan. First day back at school for the little one. How did she do? Yeah, so this was quite a <laughs> well welcome um, phase for me because now I have the entire day free to myself. Uh, so no more babysitting. But really hats off to the uh, preschool teachers. Yeah. She was um, quite happy. So I was quite proud of her. So she looked, I think she looked forward to going back as well. So um, looking forward to picking her up later. You are beaming. So. I don't think I've seen you this happy in a while. <laughs> <laughs> After two months of you know, having to pretty much have a second job taking care of the kid, you know, going through all tough. that. It's yeah. been quite an interesting experience. Well, today's the first day that my dog gets a haircut in weeks. Wow. And he's been tripping down the stairs because his fur is so long on his I'm, paws. I'm imagining a very furry dog right now. He's a little schnauzer, but he's a hairball now, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope uh, to come back home and see a new new doggy. In the meantime, though, big news on the local corporate front. Semcorp Industries is spinning off Semcorp Marine in a bid to rescue the struggling marine giant. Semcorp Marine shares are down nearly 70% this year. As part of the plan, Semcorp Marine hopes to raise more than $2 billion in a rights issue. So... Ryan, give us a top-line overview of what this deal means for each company. Yeah, so going through the highlights, right, you've got Semcorp Marine and um, Semcorp Industries announcing this yesterday. So they want to raise $2.1 billion with support from Tomasic Holdings, and this will involve a demerger from each other. So it's also interesting coming off the back of a recent rights issue from Singapore Airlines. So very similar, uh, Semcorp Industries is supporting part of this, and also Tomasic Holdings as well. So this will be a five for one, five for one rice issue at a issue price of twenty cents per share. So this is a thirty one percent discount to the theoretical X rights price. And overall, um, if you look at what this means for each entity, Sancorp Industries, this means they free itself from the rather cyclical marine business that has been going through some tough times in recent years, especially right now with oil prices going down and we've got many projects on hold. As a result of this split, Sankop Industries says it will be able to focus more on the on the energy and urban business. And so this will put it in a better position for um, transitioning into a new uh, structure and business model and tap on more opportunities. And if you look at Sankop Marine, this is going to be a bit of a critical lifeline for it because it gets a bit of a cash injection, especially when you look at industry going through project delays, new jobs being hard to come by. So this will improve its cash cash position and also help to fund ongoing commitments and strengthen its balance sheet to pretty much right through this downturn. And looking at the financial numbers, for Sanquat Marine, it says 
This will help it to improve its financial metrics and this will bring net gearing down to 0.45 times from 1.82 times. So these numbers will improve and in turn help to position itself for, um, I guess, more positions to win contracts in this offshore marine business. So all in, it is, uh, I guess, win-win scenario for both sides. Will this um, unpack value for investors? How are investors reacting to the news? And how are Semcorp and Semarine share prices doing this morning? Yeah, that's a very good, um, I guess, question. Because with this move, it also raises the possibility or the speculation that Capital Offshore Marine, Capital Offshore and Marine might potentially um, now be in a better position to merge with Semcorp Marine. So that is something that has been raised among some of the analysts. And you have right now, looking at the share prices, mm. Semcorp Industries doing well and Semcorp Marine not doing well. So looking at the details, you've got Semcorp Industries up by 26%. So 41 cents in the green at 193. And looking at Semcorp Marine is down by 38 cents at or rather 38% at $0.52. Cents. And I want to point out that this is really dividing the analyst community. If I look at Citibank Research, they have reiterated and maintained their sell call on both sides. And looking at some of the research I'm getting from IHB um, Securities, they are maintaining a buy call on both Sankop Marine and Sankop Industries. So a rather uh, split um, view among the analyst community on the prospects of both businesses. Interesting. Capital Land now says new government measures that will require it to waive and defer rent for many of its SME tenants will have an adverse impact on its earnings this year. The company's CFO says that the COVID-19 relief bill will place a high financial strain on the company. Do you think Capital Land put any numbers on how much its earnings may be impacted? And are investors, Ryan, reacting to the news today? Yeah, out of the gates, Capital Land's share price is down by 0.9% at $3.17. So it's down in the red by $0.03. So maybe reacting partly to this uh, latest report. And of course, um, property developers, landlords will feel the brunt to some extent with the latest um, COVID-19 um, bill that was passed in Parliament. This will put a bit of pressure on landlords to help provide SME tenants with some additional rental relief. So this has come out or um, prompted Capital Land to say uh, performance this year will be will be hit, uh, but it hasn't come up with any specific numbers. And this is also dependent on um, who or which tenants, SME tenants, mm-hmm. will qualify for additional relief. So that is also uh, a question mark in terms of how much impact uh, that will have on the bottom line. So that is something they are keeping an eye out for to see the um, potential numbers arising from this um, extended relief measures. Let's turn our attention now, Ryan, to Hong Kong, where one of the biggest listings of the year is set to take place. We've been talking about this in the run-up. NetEase, the Chinese internet online gaming giant, has set its secondary listing price at 123 Hong Kong dollars a share. That is about 22 Singapore dollars. Trading starts Thursday. So how is this listing, NetEase, likely to be received? Yeah, so this is really a, I guess, 
right time and right place, right? NetEase is a uh, an online gaming company. And if you think about what people have been doing in the COVID-19 situation, they have been staying at home playing games. So this is likely to be well-received. And if you look at the numbers behind NetEase, NetEase, of course, is a rival to Tencent. NetEase and Tencent both recorded double-digit revenue growth in the first quarter. If you look at NetEase, its revenue rose 18.3% to $2.4 billion. And that's due to uh, its games business, of course. And its game services revenue rose 14% to $1.9 billion. And all that is um, contributing about 80% of NetEase's total revenue. So online games is a big business for NetEase. So this is going to be a very good consideration for investors to look at. And the number, the amount it's raising is around $3 billion. And this is to fund expansion into overseas markets. So if you are bullish into the online gaming business, especially with times like this, that ease is going to be uh, one to watch. And also worth noting is uh, it is the, um, I guess, secondary listing in Hong Kong. And that follows something similar to what Alibaba did recently mm. as well. So that's something uh, that is worth uh, noting as well. Now at the top of the broadcast, Ryan, I mentioned that US stocks are on the rise again. The Nasdaq has closed at a new record and the S&P 500 is back in positive territory for the year. However, the US dollar is not joining the rally. In fact, the greenback fell for the eighth straight day. That is its longest decline in nearly a decade. So what is behind the slide and why are investors selling off the US dollar? Yeah, so this... I guess phenomenon is pretty much what is happening in the markets right now. You've got markets rallying on the prospects of the economy reopening. So this is well putting quite a bit of risk appetite into the markets and in turn, um, those investors who have been going into the US dollar for its safe haven status are now trying to reallocate some of that investment elsewhere. So it's moving out of the US dollar and you're looking at the US dollar, like you mentioned, drifting lower. If I look at some of the um, numbers around the US dollar, uh, that is now looking at the dollar index down 0.3% at 96.65. And if you look at the greenback, it's also losing ground against the um, Japanese yen. Overnight, it's down by 1.1% to a reading of 108.37. So versus the Sing dollar, the US dollar now at under 1.39, falling 0.4%. And if you look at the Australian dollar, conversely, that is something that investors go into when markets are picking up and they are feeling more confident. So it's a barometer of risk appetite and that gained about 0.7% versus the US dollar to over 70 cents. So that's a bit of a milestone and versus the Sing dollar is now up 0.4% at 97.4 cents. So you can see the risk appetite playing out in the currency markets as well. Yeah, I'm going to figure out where gold is in the mix with my analysts coming up in about uh, 40 minutes time. But let's check in on markets now. The Straits Times Index came within just a few points of the 2800 mark overnight. It's up nearly 10% over the past week. How's the STI doing this morning and is it adding to those gains? Yeah, STI on a six-day winning streak and looking at the morning action, uh, that is looking good. It's up by 0.8% at 2,818. So it's broken above the 2,800 mark. So it's the highest in nearly three months. And if you look at some of the top movers, you've got the banks continuing on yesterday's gains. All three of them up 
three at least three percent yesterday, and right now this morning is being led by UOB is in the green by two point two percent, and looking at Samcorp Industries also gaining ground is up by twenty nine percent at one ninety eight this morning. Uh, conversely, Samcorp Marine not doing as well is down. 35% at 54.5 cents. So that is the action we have right now across the SDI on the, uh, in the opening minutes. All right. Thanks for the insight. That's Ryan Huang there joining me this morning in Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.